In this episode, we have Kaylin and Martin. They are from London, Ontario, and they came here for their COVID wedding, and we climbed on the top of the crack in Killarney, Ontario. They bring a new perspective to things. They're one of the couples that had planned a big bash, but had to kind of adjust and decided to do more of an intimate wedding, like Shauna said, at the on the top of a mountain on top of the world and we got to capture the whole thing so you'll get kind of clips of what that's all about if you watch this through the video format they're also going to give you guys an opinion as to what it was like booking vendors while living out of town yeah. even though they were getting married here also what it's like to continue booking for the eventual next wedding that they're going to have which will be that big bash so a lot of couples don't realize this, but um, it's starting to become a very popular thing where people not only have their one big wedding, but they'll have two weddings. They'll have their intimate wedding, and then sometimes they're getting prepared to do a big bash with the whole family once COVID lifts. So this is going to give you guys good ideas to what that's all about. It's popular. I mean, we got married. We had a little wedding, and then we had a big wedding. Mm-hmm. It's less of the traditional way of doing things and a lot of people get stuck on the traditional way. So we were hoping maybe through this podcast, you might be able to see that, you know, we live in 2021 now and you don't have to listen to grandma and grandpa and mom and dad and the way that they did things. You can do things your own way, <laughs> the way mm -hmm. Kaylin and Martin did. And it was awesome. We lucked out so much to be able to be part of this. It was so beautiful and it had come from their words. They wouldn't have changed it for the world. All right, so let's get into the episode. Do our thing. <laughs> So tonight we have Kaylin and Martin. Uh, they got married this past August. And I just want to ask you guys, why did you guys decide to do your wedding where you guys got married? Well, it wasn't our first choice. Our, like our original choice was Calais Barial in Sudbury. Um, but with COVID, um, we lost, just like everyone else, our original plan. Mm -hmm. um, we were pretty heartbroken over that, especially with all the planning that we've done prior. So we tried to figure out a way, how can we do something and make it spectacular this year? Mm -hmm. And not, cause yeah, we could have just done a, a courthouse thing, but then like, it's not really a special moment for us, like to each their own. Um, we wanted to do something spectacular that we could always look back and have no regrets doing. And I think too, like something that would represent who we are. And I, like Martin said, with losing kind of the option of having Collège Boreal be our venue, um, we started discussing, well, are we postponing? Are we still getting married? We decided that the marriage was something that we weren't going to compromise on. That was what we were going to do regardless of what it was going to look like. Um, and then he had just kind of said one day, well, what if we just hike the crack? And I thought he was crazy. I was, I was like, we're not going to hike the crack and go get married. That's not happening. And then it kind of like settled a little bit. And I was like, if we have to go with plan B, that's maybe what we'll do. And then it was just kind of like, we would talk about it and talk about it. And then it didn't get even finalized until about two weeks before it actually all happened. Um, it was not ever what we pictured and, having that dream of like a huge wedding growing up as a little girl I never ever would have imagined doing what we did and I would not change it now for anything I am so happy yeah. that we were able to kind of go on this huge adventure and, and bring you guys along with us and have uh, a few of our close friends and 
and my brother and his brother go with us and it was just it was such a fun time and uh yeah no yeah. I just I don't think that it would have mattered what we did because we had the marriage that we wanted and we'll have the wedding that we want later that's awesome that's awesome. Now, for those people that don't know what the crack is, I'm sure we sound like a bunch of weirdos. Uh, where is the cr- where is the crack? Describe to us kind of like maybe the starting of uh, when everybody showed up, where we met, and kind of all the way to how the whole thing kind of finished. Maybe give us kind of a whole run through. Oh, my gosh. Well, okay. Well, the whole run through, we start. everything started, I would say, really falling into place probably the night before. Yeah. Because essentially everyone had to drive to uh, Grundy Lake because we had reserved two uh, campsites Mm -hmm. at the provincial park. In Killarney. Close to Killarney. About an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. But we were just on these like two campsites and it was just our small little group. Like there was nine of us. um, And we just slept in tents. Like we slept in a tent the night before our wedding and woke up at like three in the morning, went to bed at what, 12 a.m. Yeah. Um, woke up at three in the morning and then Kat, one of my bridesmaids, starts doing my hair. His brother is giving me like tea so I can calm my nerves. And um, I'm doing my makeup in the car while my maid of honor is driving me. Brianna's driving me um, to Killarney. We were all in separate cars in this like big lineup. No one else was on the highway. So we were just yeah. this huge lineup of cars driving uh, to Killarney. So about an hour out to start our hike at 5.30 a.m. And it was, uh, like, while the girls were getting ready, it was uh, us boys. We were literally trying to just clean everything up, pack everybody's tents up. Like, we didn't even know whose car, what (laughs) belonged to who and whose car it was going in. It was just grab it and put it in a vehicle. Whoever's got space for it, we'll settle it all after. We were just everyone's like different flashlights just trying to figure it all out and it was just just crazy everyone like we're running into each other because we can't see because it was so dark and at the same time we're trying to be courteous to the other camp campers and not be loud (laughs) so (laughs) it's a little bit of a task but once it was all kind of put together we all were able to like take that breath i think once we were in the cars we were all driving um and then we were able to get there by like 5.30. And I think the hardest thing for, for me at that point was, again, doing my makeup in, in the dark. I'm trying to do it in the car. And and the sun's not even up yet. I'm like, oh, whatever. At one point, I think I just said to Brianna, I was like, whatever. Like, whatever I look like, I'm getting married. I don't care. Let's go. Let's do this. So it was, it was pretty, pretty incredible. But the crack itself is like a huge rock, like a mountain to climb. It's, it's a basically a, a hallway between two mountains. Like it's just a huge, essentially a crack in a mountain. Mm-hmm. That, and it's a seven kilometer cl- uh, hike and you're going, and essentially it's uphill almost five kilometers of that. For the first couple of kilometers, you're pretty much on a flat line and then it just goes straight up for about another five kilometers. And it's, it's an exhausting hike if, especially for someone who, for people who don't hike at all or aren't into that. Um, I've done that hike, I couldn't count how many times I've done it and every time I see people do it in flip flops and work yeah. and like not the proper attire and like people and 
a lot of people they just read it online and say oh i'm gonna go look at this nice view and don't realize how how hard it actually is to to get to that point i remember that morning i remember that morning so bad <laughs> okay so bring back like a year or two before that we took our kids and i decided to go in flip-flops not thinking <laughs> and i yeah i broke my hand going down because i was wearing flip-flops and i wasn't paying attention to where i was going she didn't actually break her hand she sprained her finger so and no i backed my whole hand well yeah but yeah but it wasn't you didn't break an actual bone or anything but like it, it was painful for her and she sprained something, and when you're a photographer, your hands are kind of gold, right? <laughs> it just brought back memories when you said flip-flops. Some people go in flip-flops, because I think the whole ride home, I reiterated the fact that she's never doing that flip-flops again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, like we've done that hike with friends before, and we had a, a, one of those friends fall down a cliff and just slide. She's okay. She, she's fine. She's fine. Nothing she fine. got hurt, but it was definitely... <laughs> It's definitely, it's not an easy hike for people who, it, who aren't prepared for it and who just aren't hikers. Yeah. So are you making fun of the fact that I fell flat <laughs> on my face on the way back down <laughs> with my camera bag going? You know what? You redeemed yourself on our wedding day because you rocked it. I was like, I was exhausted. I just couldn't pick up my feet anymore. Like, I know like we barely slept that night. We were so excited too to go because like who decides to get married on top of the crack in Killarney? Not very many people do that. Like we get up at 2.30 in the morning. So we're leaving from Capriel. We get there. We're the ones that made you guys a little bit late actually that morning because we drove past the the portion of to get to the crack i so drove i drove past you drove past yes. because there was a truck on the side <laughs> anyways the, the truck on the side was actually one of our grooms yeah because oh. <laughs> i told him to park on the side because yeah. he had no idea where he was going so i told him just park you'll see about you'll see a line you'll see the the convoy coming We'll wave, we'll make sure you realize it's us, and then you just follow. We should have done the same thing with you guys. We should have said, just, like, park behind the truck. <laughs> and then We didn't realize, like, it was so dark when we went, too. Like, it was, it was, it was fantastic, mind you. I was absolutely exhausted. I slept the entire way home. But, uh, yeah, falling on my face on the way, just, like, carrying my 40-pound camera bag, and then Christian ended up carrying it. But you're right, Martin. Like, everyone... Going when we were going back down, everyone's like, "Oh, how much longer?" Like all the other hikers, and I'm like, "Oh, you have quite the way to to go." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah and they're they're not wearing like there are people wearing like their city shoes and their like stuff they would you know walk downtown Toronto in, or or their office or whatever, and they have no idea what actually is ahead of them. Yeah. Or bringing their dogs. I don't think I would bring my dog. Funny you say that. The first time I ever did that hike was with my brother. He texted me uh, one week, one random week. He's like, hey, do you want to go for a hike, th- hike this weekend? Sure. So we on our drive down, it was a Saturday. It had started to snow. As we were getting closer and closer to the crack, the snow was just getting worse and worse and worse and worse. We we're like, do we turn around? But it was like, we were already so close. It would take us... It'd be just as dangerous driving back than to just finish the drive. 
Sure enough, my brother's dog was with us. So we did it in about four feet of snow with a dog. And at the time, I didn't have winter boots. All I had were my uh, snowboarding boots. So I did it in snowboarding boots in four feet of snow with a dog, with my brother. And when we got there, nobody had been there. So we essentially trucked the trail. Like we cut the the path in the snow. And then as we left, people were actually using our our footprints to to go in. Wow, that's intense. Um, I was going to ask you something then. The uh, the date you guys had chose for your wedding is a specific date that's kind of special to you, right? Um, Not necessarily. I, I feel like we we had talked about like August, September-ish time for, for quite a while and then landed in August and, uh, and then we had chosen a different date and then, to be honest, we changed our date to the weekend before to have you. Like our original thought was 0808, 2020. Yeah. We thought the numbers looked really cool together. We're like 08082020. And then it was actually a friend of mine, uh, Cass, in Sudbury. And um, when we had gotten engaged, I was like, okay, well, help me out. Like your your sister, her sister was also uh, getting married in, in 2020. And so I was like, your sister's getting married. Like, do you know anything? Can you point me in the direction of anybody? Like, do you know any great photographers? And she gave me like a top three. You were like number one. And so it was like, okay we need these people to be at our wedding. <laughs> and we basically were like, yeah, we're going to do whatever it, it was, takes it to have you It was like the guys. moment we had first had our first interview. We really liked it, but we were going to give other people chances. And that, so we talked to a couple, a couple other ones and we said, no, like we're really dead on mm-hmm. them. So we have to figure out a way to make that, make the, make it work so we can have them. So we, it was, then we said, okay, well, we'll push the weekend back. And then we said, you know what? It's uh, it's a long weekend. So it actually makes everything better for everyone else. This brings up something of interest because we've been talking on the last few podcasts about uh, the interest in people starting to book on Fridays or Sundays rather than Saturdays. And I know you guys are booking on a Sunday uh, for your next wedding, right? Like for the big Shabazz, whenever that does go down. So did you notice any advantages to um, like not having to worry as much as maybe these other brides that I keep hearing are having troubles uh, getting their vendors to change dates and having them all available again. That was my biggest anxiety was like not being able to get all of my people to move to one date. And then again, like, I think the biggest anxiety was potentially losing you guys because we had booked our date essentially around having an awesome photographer, videographer team. Um, so we were like, okay, well, what can we do to make that easier? We looked at, like, it was originally on a Saturday, August 1st, 2020 is a Saturday. And then we were like, well, I mean, we're kind of lucky that we booked it on a long weekend. What does the long weekend look like next year? And it just so happened that the first was the Sunday. So we were like, okay, we could have it completely one year out, have an awesome celebration. It is also our one year anniversary. Um, It's a Sunday, so maybe that will make it easier to have all our vendors move. That's exactly what happened. All of our vendors, every single one from my hairstylist to my makeup artist, like everyone is able to do that date. So that felt really, really good. And that's also something that I've been noticing as well. I'm actually in touch with a lot of different brides, both in Canada and the States um, that are getting married in August and, and would have gotten married past August or are doing two things or there's so many different situations. Um, but they're noticing that as well. They're like, okay, well, if we book 
on like an off day that's not such a popular day, then we'll be able to get all of our people that we originally had booked. Because you put all that hard work in, you put all the plans in place and you get your ducks in a row. And then to have the rug kind of pulled out from under, under you from something you can't control, that was probably one of the hardest parts to try to puzzle back together. So and instead of having to do piece by piece, it was like I could do the whole thing. We could get the whole thing. And, and more we thought about it because it's essentially a long weekend as well. Having it on the Sunday helps everyone who's attending the wedding as well versus because Saturday people are going to be either rushing Saturday morning mm-hmm. or they're going to be rushing uh, Friday night. They're going to be tired or whatever. So uh, having it on a Sunday, people can they can leave Friday after work if they have to. But they have or Saturday all, or they have all of Saturday to travel. They can take their time if there's traffic or bad weather or whatever. They have lots of time. And then Sunday, and then they they have Monday to to drive back and, and like no, recoup and recoup, and nobody has to lose out on uh, a day of work. Nobody has to lose out on on losing a, day, a day's pay, and especially with COVID going on, that a one day pay is going to mean a lot to a lot of people now. Mm-hmm. And it also gives them the opportunity too, because most of the people traveling are my side, like my my family and friends from down here um so for them I kind of encourage them I'm like well go check out Sudbury like it's a really nice place like we lived there for five years like go check out like Bell Park go go do a hike I don't know like just go check out something at the time before pre-covid um I was like check out Science North like if you have kids like I have cousins who would be coming I'm like go and make a vacation out of it go camping like you don't have to stay in a hotel like there's so many different options. So I think that's the other part of it too, where they could have that Saturday to kind of just do their own thing. And then Sunday they could attend. So what were some of the challenges for you guys? Because you're not from Sudbury when you're booking your vendors, like how did the booking go for you guys? I know when we talked to you guys, we did everything through email and through chat. And then we did a zoom call, but how did the other bookings go for you guys? Well, um, we checked a few venues. Uh, I had my heart pretty well set on College Barial because I'm a former student and I know exactly what that school looks like. And I've seen weddings there before. Like, so like I knew in my head already what we can make happen there. Um, he had to convince me though. It took a little bit of convincing <laughs> for her, but in terms of, so in terms of getting the venue to me it was pretty easy because i knew exactly who to contact i knew exactly where to go there was no uh there was a lot less headaches there i i walked right into the building i felt right at home you know they have pictures of me on the walls at in the gym they have that's i think what got me yeah i think i was like they have his face up yeah they have pictures of my fiance Ooh, my baby's a celebrity yeah it's like all right can we get these pictures moved into like the (laughs) into the where we'll have the reception (laughs) i had all these ideas they turned me down yeah like i've done uh i've recorded a radio (laughs) commercial for the for the college so like I felt really at ease being there and talking to uh, talking to the the chef, talking to the the coordinator. Everything was just very smooth sailing for them. It was just maybe more that ch- that the traveling was a little bit hard because we had to go there a couple times. Um, traveling yeah, just it was us, fun. yeah. Traveling us too, and then traveling with her mom and uh, her maid of honor. It was, so I would say that was probably the biggest challenge is just trying to get a, find a weekend to get that works for everyone. 
mm-hmm. would, would and then travel that would I would say it was probably the biggest challenge there but in terms of communication it was pretty easy to communicate with people for the most part mm-hmm. and finding people because yeah. I think too like like you have a lot of family like well we have a lot of family that live up there now and and I have connections through friends and you have connections through friends also and uh like I said before with Cass she was able to help me out with finding you guys and and she was able to point me in the direction in a few other directions as well and um I have a great group of girls behind me for my bridal party and um even Kat, my bridesmaid, she has family that lives up there. So she was able to kind of vet out different vendors and then give me like her top three so that I could then call out top, like my the top three. And, and I mean, still to this day, I haven't met my makeup artist. I haven't met my hairstylist and I haven't met the person who did our cake and will be doing our cake. And they all sound like amazing people from talking to them over the phone and texting back and forth. And we met the florist. I think that's the only person we met. Other than you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and our DJ. Yeah. 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 And yeah, I think it's just kind of crazy to do it from so far. I think that part was the one part that really kind of got to me was I'm not going to be able to be right there in control of everything. But for what it's worth, like we met in Sudbury and he moved down here essentially for me. And I think that's where it kind of clicked that we're going to get married where we met. We're going to get married where we fell in love and we're going to get married where like you're from yeah so everyone's gonna wonder and I know so many people when we talk about people getting married there was a couple that got married at the like at the crack in Killarney they're like she wore her dress up there (laughs) how did this work like did she get ready up there did she get like how did this work can you tell our listeners like what you did like I know you said like you know you did your makeup in the car and everything like that but can you guys tell us about your attire like how it worked for that day you will not believe how many people ask me that exact question all my friends family when I went back to work because I being a teacher going back to work in September they were like well like how did you wear your dress up there so I essentially had a different dress in the beginning um, that would not have been able to make the journey, um, unfortunately. But I, when COVID started to become bigger and bigger and bigger, I am a planner and I kind of created this backup plan of, you know what, I'm going to spend a little bit of money on a second dress just in case and see what happens. And, and so I ordered this dress. It took about three weeks to come in and it was small enough to fit in a backpack. And that's exactly what I needed it to do. So I had my dress, essentially the hanger, like I kept it on the hanger and it kind of like stuck out of the backpack. Um, But I kept my dress in my backpack along with pretty much everything else that I needed. Um, We even brought bouquets. Marty carried my bouquet all the way up the the mountain. But no, my dress, I didn't wear it up. (laughs) I I changed into that in the middle of a forest. That's so cool. For, for my suit, I uh, I kept it in the original uh, Moore's bag that it came in, and I just used the the hook and hooked it to the back of my uh, backpack, and I essentially wore it like a cape. So I'm there with my backpack and a, a suit, cape looking thing on on top of that with a bouquet in my hand, climbing up the the mountain essentially one handedly, and, and yeah, that was just it. Uh, it was just. Tr- keep trucking trucking through it and I kept telling myself you know what if I can do this in 
four feet of snow with uh with uh, snowboarding boots on, I think I can do this one-handed in, uh, in the summertime <laughs> with runners <laughs> and a backpack. It was so fun. Like, when we were coming down and you guys had, like, the shirt saying, like, just married. And everyone saying congratulations to you guys. Like, we got up there. It was so early in the morning. There was no one else there. And then all of a sudden, right after your formal photos, people started coming. And I was like, your efficient was dead on with telling you to go early. I am yeah. so, so happy that she, she had us. said go early. She called us, what, a couple of days early? Yeah, it was like the week before. So the weekend before the wedding, um, myself and Brianna and Kat, um, so my maid of honor and one of my bridesmaids, we, we went to her cottage, uh, Kat's cottage, and we were just basically practicing, like, what do we want to do? Like, makeup, hair, all that stuff. We It was like almost like a mini bachelorette weekend because I really didn't think I was going to get one of those. And so that was kind of nice. And, and Kat's sister was there too. And um, we planned it out. And then it was that weekend while we were there that uh, Lynn, the officiant, had contacted me and she was like, I just did a wedding this weekend. I really think you need to do it earlier because we had planned it a couple hours later and she was like if you want this to be private and just you and your people then you need to do this like as early as you're willing like 5 30 a.m she wanted it earlier she was like it should be like 4 30 a.m we kind of pushed it a little bit because yeah, we had she, people with us she she told me start the hike at, at 4 a.m bring flashlights like, she said and they were like mm, that might be a little too soon um you said if we started at five five thirty, I think we'll be we'll be okay. She she was super good. She we originally had said six thirty, and then we pushed it even further like earlier. Um, and so that that was kind of good for her as well. I think she started the hike though at four thirty herself, which is just crazy. I think that's awesome. She she's the reason why we were able to do the crack. Yeah, um, which it, is insane. We were bouncing back and forth on how to do it, and. So we had the plan and we were like, okay, we can, we got the park. We, we have the attire. Um, everyone that we want to be involved is more than willing yeah, to be to ready to go, but we didn't have an officiant and to find an officiant that was willing to do that hike was extremely difficult. And then we looked into, okay, well, what does it take to get someone to get someone ordained and then turns out in Ontario that doesn't happen yeah <laughs> we were gonna have one of the bridesmaids actually offered to get ordained for us if we were able to make that happen but again in Ontario it's a little bit more of a difficult process um so I think when it came down to it we had contacted our original officiant and we explained what we wanted to do but didn't really expect anyone to do that for us and she essentially said she wouldn't be able to do the hike and uh if we wanted to look at other options here are some other options that are are beautiful she suggested like Onathing Falls and a couple other really beautiful places around Sudbury or in the Killarney area and then she goes but you should really have the day that you want and I had like goosebumps and I was like I mean yes, yes but, but like we need an officiant and she was like I'm willing to give you up and I want to give you to my daughter. And so her daughter was actually the one who got to be our officiant yeah. because her daughter is a hiker. Everything just like fell into place. Like this was how it was supposed to happen. Like we got extremely lucky. Like it was what we wanted was destined, 
doesn't, happen. doesn't happen. Yeah. It's definitely one of our memorable weddings that we've ever done. It was hot. And that's another thing, too. Like, if we would have went any later, it would have been too hot. Like, you guys, it, it worked out so, so good. And even during this whole COVID pandemic, like, it was so worth it. I'm so happy for you guys during all of this. Like, I can see Martin seeing Kaylin for the first time, and it was absolutely just beautiful. Yeah, and I got to say, um, you know... For everybody that was there that attended your wedding, it was beautiful to them because, you know, they all had a part in being chosen to be there by you guys on that day, including us. And we were uh, really, we felt privileged to be a part of that. But just on a soft side, sometimes I get emotional, sorry. So on a soft side for me, because I'm like, we're a little older than you. uh, I had a perspective that was a little bit different for that day. And it was the fact that... um, marriage there was a metaphor there it was like the fact that you guys were just on the edge of a cliff and you were literally viewing the world like and it was something about like there was no fear of falling off there was just the moment right there was the moment of the just the two you guys kind of zoning out with each other and it was just kind of like that metaphor of being able to be like trusting and and if you can, you just like, you would be on top of the world, right? There was just something about that moment for me because I've been editing it and it was like, there's moments for me where it's like, I get a little emotional even looking at, like looking back at the footage. I'll call Shauna down from like whatever she's doing. I'm like, you got to see this. Like I'm, I'm in tears like a little baby at, at the computer screen. And this is not, you know, uh, the first or last wedding that's going to happen, unfortunately for me. But, you know, there was a... Uh, uh, a couple moments there that were really special to us too as a couple to have been part of that so we thank you guys for uh involving us in that whole part of it as well and just as a, a last thing before we leave i'm sorry to take over shauna but okay. I, I wanted to say that uh it was really important to have you guys on here because you gave uh, a different perspective to upcoming brides and grooms who are engaged who maybe aren't sure as to which avenue they want to do uh, their wedding. And everybody always thinks the traditional way of doing things is is always the right way. And it's not. We've, we've been through some of the most exciting weddings were the ones that were off the cuff like this, where it was just a random request. To, Can you go climb uh, the top of the crack in Clarny and marry us? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. A million times over. This is what makes my job so amazing. So... Thank you guys again for that. And thank you for today and and taking the time to help everybody out with uh, their planning of a wedding. Well, I mean, thank you for talking with us and considering us to give advice or even have our story be shared. And and thank you for coming with us. I can't believe we were able to get people to climb a mountain for us. That's really what it comes down to because like just the pictures alone to us are are worth it because they turned out so good. And, and we're excited for the video too. Like I, I have them on my phone, and I've shown them to some of my colleagues. And because when I explained it to them, I was like, "Oh, I got married on top of a mountain." They think like Toronto style mountain, not you know Northern Ontario mountain. So like, like literally, like like you said, you see the world, you see everything. You're looking at Georgian Bay. You're you just see forest, and looking back, it. I, there's nothing that I would really change. I think we have an incredible story to tell our grandkids one day. 
I like that's kind of what I picture when I look back at it I'm like oh my gosh when we open up those photos when we show the video to our grandkids one day they're gonna be like man we have cool grandparents and they have big shoes to fill now try topping that wedding baby yeah. try topping oh, yeah. that <laughs> yeah and then I think the other thing for me is like being a teacher um a lot of my students were really invested in the fact that I got engaged uh, last year. So my students last year were like really along that ride with me. They were so excited that um, that we were getting married. And, and then that's all they could talk about when the pandemic first started, when we would be teaching online. They would ask me, they'd be like, are you still getting married? Miss Bowman, are you still getting married? And, and I'm like, right now we're going to focus on school. And I would like try not to talk about it because I didn't know what was going on. And then this year when we came back, they kind of, some of them would ask and I, and I told them, I was like, yeah, we got married and, and guess what? We, we climbed a mountain and this is what it looks like. I have some pictures on my desk. So the kids always ask to see the pictures. They're like, we can't believe our teacher got married on a mountain during 2020, during the pandemic. Like, you even got a mug out of it or a, a tumbler out of it. Oh yeah, one of my students, oh my gosh, one of my students made me a tumbler that says like, I love to hike with hiking boots on the bottom. If I wasn't teaching, I'd be hiking the crack, it says. And it's my favorite color, it's all sparkly. Go get it, I wanna see it. The thoughtfulness behind it. I haven't, like I can't bring myself to even use it yet. Um, but this is what it looks like. So yellow is actually my favorite color and I am obsessed with sparkles. So it's super sparkly. We have the mountain and the trees, and it says, if I'm not teaching, I'd be hiking the crack. And then on the back, it says trail, trail, and I love hiking. And then on the bottom. Oh, oh. <laughs> great job. Great job at that. Whoever got you that is awesome. Oh, yeah. they're so awesome. That was, Yeah. Uh, she almost te teared up when. Oh, uh, no, 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 I was in, like, yeah. I was in tears. Yeah. We opened that up and I was like, what? I'm like that's just so personalized and and the mom even reached out to me too and she's like this was such a fun fun gift to help my daughter make for you so no it was just really incredible okay guys thanks again for uh, all the help and we've been talking about everybody crying like me and uh Kaylin, so uh maybe I'll finish the podcast with a shot of Martin crying <laughs> <laughs> hey we already got that at the wedding yeah. <laughs> all right guys thanks so much man all right thank you yeah, thank you